This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. I'm happy to welcome our next guest to the program. This is Marilee Kick, founder and CEO of Buzzballs. Hi, Marilee. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Very, very cool. Now, I got to admit, as I'm learning more about the product, this is really, really cool stuff. This journey that you went through to go from uh, being a high school teacher, just doing your work, to suddenly turning a successful idea into something that blew up, essentially, which you'll tell our listeners about in terms of the specific product itself and all of that. Just take us a little bit through your journey, though, because I find it incredibly fascinating and inspiring. Well, you know, it was more a matter of need Mm. for me. It was one of those things, I think invention is the, you know, the necessity is the mother of, or inventor. I don't even know how to even say it. You know, you you invent things because you need them, bottom line. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, I was in a bad place at the time. I was about to get a divorce. Okay. And um, for me, it was kind of a, a difficult decision because it was I was a school teacher. I wasn't making a whole lot of money because teachers just don't make money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved what I did. Mm-hmm. And, the labor um, of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, but I had two high school kids and, you know, I had to find a way to pay for their hockey bills and their tennis and their golf and all these things. And I, I was thinking, you know, either I'm going to be living under a bridge somewhere, or in an apartment. I'm never going to have any kind of lifestyle whatsoever. I'm going to be constantly broke and paying off their student loans forever. And, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll all be broke. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, what goes well, you know, what survives and makes money in good times and bad. Mm-hmm. And I thought, sex, drugs, (laughs) and booze. Sex, drugs, and booze. Right. There you go. I thought, well, you know, I can't do the, you know, drugs Mm -hmm. and, you know, I love sex, but not going to do it (laughs) and not going to make a living out of it. Yes. Booze is a safe bet, you know, Uh and so uh I started researching booze and I was actually, my school where I was teaching said they would pay for my master's degree if I wanted to go get it. Okay. And I said, well, hey, you know, if you're buying, I'll go get it. Got my master's degree and buzz balls was my master's degree thesis project. Oh. And I thought, what a perfect segue into having somebody with, you know, that's a professor help me that's fantastic. build a business plan that I can pitch to the bank. So that's how it started. Wow. And so you literally, you wrote a thesis. So what was, give us, give our listeners a sense of what the thesis, uh, it, it tried to delve into. Was it kind of like an analysis of the market? Was it like? It was everything. It was a whole oh, capstone wow. project. Oh, it nice. was um, you know, the whole business plan with executive summary all entailed, not gotcha. just the marketing plan, but the whole structure of the company and how it would be set up and the whole business um, production plan and everything. So um, I had to come up with a way to make this happen. And I had to do the marketing research as well as the food and drug and beverage research as well. So in the taxation and all that. So I came up with the idea um I did the business plan, the financials, the P&L, balance sheet, cash flow, everything. Nice. And then um, my group, you know, I hate working in group projects because I'm kind of a bully, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just not good at it, uh-huh. you know. I just kind of take over and steamroll people. Uh-huh. And you know what, America, I got, uh, this is so embarrassing to even admit, but in my group project, there was like five women uh-huh. and at the end, you know, we got an A on our project, mm-hmm. which was mostly me doing all the work. Um, <laughs> and, and then these girls gave me a B 
for what? my peer review. There's the a thing called you rate your peers uh-huh. you know, in your group. And, oh, you know, wow. Yeah, so I got a B for my peer review. Well, that B was the thing that bumped me to an 89.5%. As a teacher, you know that that's a B. Yes. You know, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the only B I'm going to get in my master's degree. Uh-huh. Everything else had been A's. And so I was worried. I was terrified that I would get a B in my class that I worked so hard for. Talked to my professor. He was like, no, you know, you've got to learn to be a team player. I'm like, screw being a team player. I have worked so hard on this. And you know I did all this. Anyway, went through the whole deal with them. And you know what? He gave me an A. Oh. And then about two years later, when I had I had already launched the brand, mm-hmm. took it on my own, developed this brand, and took it live, right? Wow. I took every single penny I had and developed this company. And while my husband was out playing golf and doing all these things, I was taking my little $3,000 a month that I was making as a teacher, that was my whole monthly pay, Mm -hmm. and that was paying for this warehouse. Wow. So I would go in on weekends and paint and clean the floors and replace doorknobs and, you know, decorate and go to auctions and buy stuff, you know, that I could afford to put in this place to get it all set up and ready to go, you know. Anyway, got the thing set up. Didn't even tell my husband I had it until (laughs) after I got um, approved to get an SBA loan. Finally, this bank came in and said that they believed in me and they came in one rainy night. I showed them pictures of how my machinery should be set up. Wow. I showed them examples of the product that I was going to make. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, and I've got a distributor here, Glazier's. Southern Glaciers that will, will buy my product. So if you will invest in me, I've got a buyer. Wow. And uh, so, yeah. So That's incredible. So there, taught, took it into the market, and I had done all the research and everything, got it live. And um, the, the death blow was my husband was supposed to sign the paperwork for the SBA loan because he made all the money, and I only made gotcha. a 50 grand a year. Gotcha. He was a guarantor on the loan. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I thought, here's here's where it all comes to roost right here. He's going to, like, give me the death blow and say no. Um, he basically said, no, I don't want you investing any of our money. I don't want you investing um, my 401K, my this, my that, you know. And I'm just like, well, shit, I don't have anything, you know. So what <laughs> uh-huh. am I going to do, uh-huh. you know. So wow. um, I had some inheritance money, okay. and I used it, and I hid it. I hid it wow. in the back of his clock uh-huh. in the living room, and I had like $28,000 that I'd saved up, uh-huh. and I used that plus every penny I ever made. That is incredible. <laughs> Where, Ed, how does, how does a, a high school teacher get the guts to, to take on risk like this, to say, hey, I'm throwing caution to the wind? Yeah, I didn't have a choice. Okay. You know, I remember laying Necessity. there at night one night, America, I was in, in bed with him, you know, and I was going, oh my God, you know, <laughs> I'm going to have to sign the lease uh, on this warehouse and there's no turning back. Right. You know, I mean, my all my money and all my energy has to make this work. I cannot fail. Interesting. You know, and when you have those odds in front of you that you can't fail because mm-hmm. you just can't let it happen. Because there's no choice. The, yeah. You know, so you just make yourself stay up late. You make yourself work hard. You make yourself do the work and research and, and get it right. And you make friends with all the right people. Wow. That is absolutely incredible. Marilee. I'm actually, I'm so my wonderful producer, Michelle Stucker just handed me an actual buzz balls. Uh, <laughs> so I'm super excited. I'm going to slam that down a little bit. Uh, but for our listeners, <laughs> could you t- tell us a little bit more, uh, more about the product, like what it is? Uh, you're, the story that I read online was just absolutely incredible about how the, the genesis of the idea itself kind of came about. You were sitting by the pool. Talk us through that. 
aha moment? Yeah. Well, okay, so I knew I had to do something right, so I, I, I created a booze product, and I wanted to create something called a party ball, a round ball <laughs> mm-hmm. that looked like a votive candle that I had sitting next to me next to the pool. Mm-hmm. And, and so I went to a, a food manufacturing company in Dallas, and I asked this guy named John Sheets, I said, can I come in and see your warehouse? Can I see how a food facility, a filling packing plant works. Mm -hmm. And so he took me through the whole deal. I saw it and I said, I want to make this round ball, like a party ball with Mm -hmm. a lid on it, make like a sippy cup type of lid. And he goes, I've never seen anything like this. This would be kind of interesting. And so I found some mold makers, some injection mold guys, and I had them build me a prototype and it cost me like 1500 bucks, but developed the prototype of the ball. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know what? I found out that nobody in America wanted to work with me because I was going to only make 100 or 200 of these things to start with. They okay. wanted me to make 100 gotcha. or 200,000. 200,000, right. Economies of scale, et cetera, et cetera. And I couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do? So I looked online. There's um, this site called Alibaba. And yes. Alibaba is great because it's got all of the different countries. It's kind of like a big, huge eBay mm-hmm. for manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And you can go out there and find somebody that makes cuckoo clocks to plastic items. And most plastic comes out of China. Um, and I thought, okay, well, how do I get it here? And being a teacher of international business, I knew about harmonized tax codes and shipping rules oh. and all of those kinds of things. I see and, the connection now. You know, you just go through and learn it all. But anyway, the Genesis, how did I create it? It was actually my son and I sitting in the pool creating <laughs> cocktail names and colors of the balls and how are they going to look. It's basically a ball about the size of an orange mm-hmm. with a pop-top lid on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like a beer can lid or a Coke can lid yes. mm-hmm. um, that is seamed to this plastic container. So when we brought out with this, came out with it, we were the first plastic can in America. Uh-huh. And I came out with oh. the idea because... I went into Walmart, got a tennis container, and the tennis ball container had an aluminum lid on a plastic body. Mm. And I thought, well, shoot, if they can do it and it can hold pressure, then mine can hold pressure and, um, you know, have a carbonated drink inside of it, perhaps, Mm -hmm. you know. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, lots of science went into it. It was fun. That is absolutely incredible. And what I really love about the product, listeners, by the way, you should jump to buzzballs.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-B-A-L-L-Z.com and check out this product. This is absolutely incredible. It's really, really cool. Now, did you, is this patented? Do you have, can any, no one can copy this round plastic? How does this right. work? Is, yeah, is this... I had to get a patent on it. Okay. I've got trademarks on the names and, um, you know, patents, design patents, utility patents, um, you know, we've got all that. That took years to set up as mm. well. And we're seven years in now on wow. this company. Um, and, you know, it's a it's an amazing story of, you know, willpower. And now we're up to 70 employees. and 70 um, employees. 70 employees wow. operating in 42 states. And then we just started selling internationally to um, Hong Kong, Taiwan, China, Puerto Rico, Puerto Bermuda. Rico. Wow. And you're based yeah. in Carrollton, Texas. Is that where the company is based? Yeah, it's a suburb of Dallas. Okay. And what made, what, why, how did you choose that location? Well, my distributor, the guy that I beat down, basically, <laughs> I called him every day and, you know, just relentless, mm-hmm. you know, like, please take in my product, please take in my product. And after the third time, he finally said, okay, I'll bring it in. And so, um, 
you know, I, I, I had to have a distributor. There were only two of them in the whole state that really distributed wine and spirits. So mm-hmm. um, this one guy said that he'd do it. His name was Blair Casey, and he had been with Gallo and Glaciers and um, brought in my brand. And, oh. uh, yeah, so, I mean, brought it in and started it up. And, um, you know, at first I was such a tiny, tiny brand that, you know, they had bigger fish to fry and I wasn't on the top of their mind. Even after I did a kickoff with the sales team, it was like, they just brought me in. I thought just to kill it, you know? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so what I did was I went out and I sold it myself and I created, um, sell sheets and I created mailing labels. And I discovered off the TABC website, the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission website that I could download every single person that had a retail store that was a liquor store or a convenience store. Mm. And I, I wrote them all. <laughs> I spent weekends writing to all of them and saying, here's my brand. Here's pictures of my product. Try it. I got 15 flavors. They're all cocktail names, pina coladas and you know, <laughs> lot of colada and strawberries. Uh-huh. And, uh, Tealicious. I'm hold, I'm actually Tealicious. holding Tealicious in my hand as we speak. Yeah, that tastes yeah. like an Arnold Palmer. We've nice. got um, one called Chalk Teas that tastes like a mud a, a mudslide. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a White Russian. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit like Bailey's. You know, so I mean, we have a lot of different flavors, but we've got wine based ones, spirit based ones, um, and they sell for about two dollars and ninety nine cents on $2.99. the shelf. So, okay. Okay. And how many? And where are you guys in terms of distributions? Like, what types of places? It's easy to pick you guys up? Well, okay, so we sell anywhere from a convenience store to um, a big arena, like American Airlines Center in Dallas. We sell there. We have bars. But we don't just sell buzz balls. So we we have grocery stores, um, convenience stores, liquor stores, mom and pops, and then big arenas. We also sell on Spirit Airlines. Um, oh, LSD Sky Chefs has us there. Nice. Um, and we sell on Philippine Airlines um, and Cebu Pacific is the name of that one. And, um, you know, so, I mean, we, we're we're out there. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a it's a mm-hmm. it's a push, you know, to to get it into all these other foreign countries. But mm-hmm. we also sell spirits as well. So our company doesn't just make buzz balls. We make vodka, rum, gin, bourbon. Oh, and. Like Crooked Fox Bourbon, for nice. example, is ours, okay. and Thirteen Kings Vodka. So, like, we have other things that we make. Gotcha. And then we also do some non-alcoholic beverages as well. So, I don't want to be a jack of all trades, but but we are doing some energy drinks. Oh, um, okay. For GNC, the supplements company. Gotcha. We have kosher products as well, mm-hmm. and you know, so. You know, what I love about this is like from a marketing perspective and also from the perspective of you hustling and doing your grind, following this dream and really making making it happen. And very, very impressive, very inspiring, uh, I'm sure to myself, uh, well, definitely for myself, but I'm sure to my, my listeners as well. So I want to thank you so much uh, for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. You thanks. guys have a good holiday. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it, Marilee. It was great having you, and we hope to have you back. You are fabulous. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.